Welcome to a series of podcasts focusing on senior living and creating community for the future. Presented by Jane Rohde, founder and principal of JSR Associates Incorporated. There's some some pieces in the design part. From a functional perspective, we see furniture that's misspecified all the time. Um, and it's not only from a durability perspective, but it's from a usability perspective. So recently, we had uh, a couple of complaints, and we wanted to find out what was going on. And so we did an in-service for the staff. And so we met with the nurses, and we met with some of the dining staff, and we taught them how and why we had selected a higher table for jerry chairs. We talked about an access table, which is a table that we patented that has a place for a, a drawer to come out that allows for someone in a wheelchair to roll up to the same height table as someone sitting in a chair. That came from my, my good friend Miriam because Miriam couldn't sit at the same table because her table was higher. So she wanted to sit with someone else and she couldn't because the table heights were adjusted. So our thought was, what if we brought the table to the person instead? So those kinds of shifts and paradigms and thinking about how you provide furniture solutions um, to be able to make it a little bit more flexible. In the States, we like to be able to give residents opportunity to change their furniture around within their room. Um, with wireless nurse call-in technology, you certainly can do that now, where you couldn't have done that because everything would have been hardwired hard to a head wall. And so now we can do that. And so this opportunity to be able to test out furniture and pieces of furniture, a lot of times it's too deep, it's too soft, it's too low, it's all those different parts. And people are like, oh, it's just a detail. We've even seen and reviewed plans where we'll look at them after the fact, like an architect will have designed them, and so we'll be reviewing them and applying for regulatory code review for licensing. And we'll be looking at the same. We're like, okay, you need to have a bed, you need to have you know, all the pieces that need to fit. They won't have the right size bed that's going to be used, and they won't have the furniture pieces, and a lot of times the furniture pieces do not fit. And so the fact that you could design a room around what's not going into it doesn't make any sense to me. So that's that interior architecture integration, that indoor-outdoor. The other detail that we find that comes up over and over again is accessibility for doors. So um, not having push plates in the right places and then having doors that are too heavy. Um, I went to do kind of my own mini post-occupancy on a community that we had given an award to from Design for Aging, one of the AIA knowledge centers. And I went to see it, and the guy walks in, and I walk in, and he goes, well, I just wish somebody who knew senior living had designed this. And I'm like, what? You know, because it, it, was, it was a HUD facility. It was beautiful. Um, it just had, it had access to courtyards. It had outdoor little balconies. It had all these wonderful spaces. And then you look at the building next door that's your standard box with the, you know, PTAC units and nothing that doesn't scream either low income or a bad hotel setting. And so it was lovely. I mean, the gardens were lovely, but all of the doors were too heavy and none of the push plates were placed in the right location. So people had these lovely balconies, but they couldn't get the doors open to get to the balcony. Um, other situations where they couldn't come from the inside courtyard to get back through because there wasn't a push plate so they could get the door open and get their device around so that they could move through the facility. So it was something very simple, but a door solution Closers, we're always trying to get rid of closers off of doors, and it's usually fire ratings that create that issue. Um, but if we can do a corridor without that, because residents usually want to leave their doors open, 
and and when they do that then they come through and they get cited both from the both building department side as well as code licensing because of the fire separation so so there's a lot of things like that that we need to keep working on um, some of the task groups that Rothschild is still involved with um, includes working with NFPA more um, to, to reduce the barrier. So if, if regulatory issues are a barrier for getting resident-centered care, then that's where we want to start to make changes and adoptions and differences. And if we can remove some of those barriers, then we have an opportunity for it to actually reach its tipping point to, to have resident-centered care as the norm instead of the atypical setting. Thank you for listening to JSR Associates Incorporated. For additional podcasts and educational information, or to schedule a chat with Jane, please go to our website, www.jsrassociates.net.